Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Drinks with Mom. Hi, Mom. How are you? Hi, Paul. I'm very good. How are you? Good, thank you. My name's Paul, as you just heard, and that's my mom, Gina. Hi. And this is Drinks with Mom, episode 47. Mm, you're ca- they're catching up to me, my age. <laughs> yeah, Slowly yeah. Slowly getting there. It's going to take a while. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Mom, for the listeners that might just be joining us for the first time, what do we do here? We are going to have a beverage. And we talk about things, some things uh, I have to educate you on, <laughs> other things you educate me on. But That's... in general, it's uh, just to try something different. We have There a you go, a bevy and a chat. A bevy and a chat. Um, yeah, thanks. And this is a special one because we're actually trying this in the same room for the first time in quite a while. Uh, you are now doubled up on your vaccination yes. doses. And I have got my first one, hopefully soon to get my second one. You and dad are both feeling good. Numbers are looking good. Um, so we're still separate. We're still apart, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we're going to go outside, uh, for dinner or whatever, but you know, this is getting better, getting a little better. Are you staying for dinner? Oh, I guess maybe not. News to <laughs> me, people. News <laughs> to me. How, how have you been mother? I'm good. Thanks. Very good. How about you? I'm wonderful as always, even better to be close to you instead of on the phone. <laughs> oh boy, 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 boy. That's about all I can say right now. <laughs> no, it is. It's really nice. It's different. Well, Very I need different. a drink now after all that yeah. gushing. What are we doing today? <laughs> we are trying rosés. Yeah, I thought um, after last episode, we did the spritzers and I made my spritzer with a rosé. And then I thought, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, Laura and I are in the midst of moving to a different city. So there's a lot of uh, packing and and it's very close to all this happening. So I thought something easy and spring-like uh, and refreshing, we could do some rosé. So we have a variety of rosé in front of us. You brought a bottle, I gave you a bottle, and then we picked up a simple little uh, to-go kind of tetra pack that we can you can get pretty easily, inexpensively, and we're going to compare. Um, do you want to take a sip? To quench your thirst, whet your whistle, and uh, we'll see where we go. Definitely. I, I guess that you're moving to another city, so this is a farewell to Paul Jose. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, right. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the one that you got. Okay, that's yeah. the lighter colored one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. All right, so. Keeping me honest. Cheers. I got to give you a long reach. Let's try a real cheers. one. Cheers. Oh, here's a clacker. Clink. There we go. It's your ice maker. Joining in on the cheers. <laughs> I was just going to say, talk about clackers. So this is a bit of a drier one. Yes, it's um, smooth. It's a lighter in color, which we'll get into. I've, I've been doing some research. Good old Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, so this this one is When Pigs Fly, a 2020 Pinot Noir Rosé out of uh, Beamsville, Ontario. And uh, so my pal, Donnie, whom I've known since maybe sixth grade, mm-hmm. comic store in the Pickering Town Center, uh, he drew the label for this he draws the label for uh this this winery it's a friend of his that he knows uh through work i think and he draws their label and then in exchange for you know payment and wine so uh i thought we bought a couple bottles of it i gave you one we bought one for the podcast so i can you know uh support my pal's uh friend and also we had a good excuse to try rosé yeah, it's very nice, and um, it's got like a nice taste afterwards. It's almost like a bouquet. It really mm. is nice. Look at you with the fancy words. You know, that's um, me, yeah. I like I, it, it's My dry. fingers are moving like anything, you know? <laughs> Sometimes I think of um, rosés as being sweeter, but I think I'm thinking more of a blush wine, which is something mm-hmm. I've also only recently learned about. This will make you blush. <laughs> of the of the two of us, wine is your forte, not mine. Right. So uh, do you do you have, do you like rosé? Do you drink a lot of it? 
No, I don't drink a lot of it. And I'll tell you why, because I, I really enjoy it. And I think I could drink the whole bottle on my own. It is pretty smooth. You know, smooth. you would be sitting by yourself and you wouldn't think about it. Yeah. You know, I spend a lot of time on my own. Oh, no, but you? you know, if you are with people, you know, sitting having a few drinks, it would be easy to drink this whole bottle. It would be easy. It goes down pretty easily. So, uh, you know, it's dangerous. We'll get mm-hmm. back to this bottle because there's some messaging on it that I wanted to read okay. out that's that's particular to what we've been going through across the world. But let's try the one that you provided, which do you know how, do you know which one this is? Is it called uh, Pelletieri? Yeah, like Pelletieri. Um, Lu- Lucia's Rosé. Lucia's Rosé. Yeah, there you go. From Niagara Peninsula. Right. The market collection. So you got this at a market. Yes. The Pickering Market is opened up again. So I raced right over there to be the first one in line. There you go. So cheers cheers to this one. Reach in the clink. This is a little darker. Ooh. Mm, totally different. Very different. Very sweet, but mm-hmm. in not not overly sweet, like a, no. a nice wine or something. No, it's nice. That's quite nice. That's dangerous to me. That's like a sitting outside on the on the deck, mm-hmm. having a couple too many by accident, and you know, getting sunburnt. Anybody out in a boat might want to join <laughs> us today. Two bottles open now, but no, that is very nice. It's not too sweet. Very nice. Totally different. Very different. Different in color. Different in sweetness and flavor. Um, but yeah, quite nice. Um, and then the last one we've got is something I used in my spritzer last time, which is just a simple, um, XOXO wines, XO to go, um, rosé. You get this at, I got this at the local wine rack attached to my grocery store and it's just a 250 mil little Tetra pack. So you're not worried about breaking it or anything. And it's a good amount, a good size. Let's give that a try. Shall we? I love we? the packaging on that. That is really nice. Final cheers. Oh, here, I'm doing Smacking a bit the microphone. Noise. I am. I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice um, too. Totally different again. Kind of in the middle, in mm-hmm. between the two. You've got, if we were to order these, I'd say when pigs fly is the driest, mm-hmm. and then the pilateri is the sweetest, and this guy, the XOXO, is somewhere in the middle. Um, it's a great picnic wine. Just yeah, Just because exactly. of the packaging and just grab and go, like you say. Uh, so do you know anything about rosé in general and how it's made do i know about rosé not <laughs> that's a no right a thing. okay <laughs> not a darn tootin thing so i've been doing my research as as one does on, i can count on, on you on wikipedia um, i learned a lot more about wine in general than i thought i would uh learning just about rosé but one thing i didn't realize is that they think historians or or whatever they think that rosé is probably one of the oldest types of wine um, just based on how it's made and how traditional long time ago, how wine was made, it was more likely to be similar to a rosé than what we know as like a full-bodied red wine. Sorry, I've got the rosé burps. Yeah, he's making a spectacle of himself <laughs> right in my dining room. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, you know, you're hitting the microphone, <laughs> well, I'm burping in front of you. I could make a comment, but this I is, don't think is, I should. This is all about being in person. Um, Quit yeah. waving your arms. What oh, else did yeah, you do? You taught me to talk like that. Uh, in... Yeah, back back in before our time, uh, you know, you see in in those medieval shows like Game of Thrones or whatever, they always have these these bladders or jugs of wine that's like blood red or whatever. But historians think that the way wine was made long ago was probably more akin to the way rosé is made, um, because the process has just evolved a little bit over time to produce these full bodied reds and things that everybody likes. And rosé has kind of stayed a bit more. Uh, it's a bit lighter in color, a bit different in flavor. Um, so there are three predominant ways to make rosé. One is... Uh, food color? One is like skin contact. Yeah, food. <laughs> That's the fourth. That's the fourth one. <laughs> you got it. One is uh, skin contact, oh. which is, I think, 
how you, I didn't realize that a lot of, I, I'm new, this is people listening to this, our four listeners that we love are probably <laughs> thinking they know more about wine than, than what I'm talking about now. So please educate us. Um, but I didn't realize that wine in general is often, the color of grape juice is often more clear or like a grayish clear. Um, and the color of red wine comes from the skin and how much the maceration process is done, it's called, where you leave the skin contact with the juice. Uh, the longer you do it, the more the color and certain other properties of flavor and things from the skin of the grape actually permeate the wine. And so rosé, if you make it with the skin contact method, often it's very little skin contact and you're only in maybe for a little bit, a couple hours. Um, and then that gives it that that kind of light red, that that rose color and not any darker um, and it gives it a certain type of flavor. It also means it's the reason why they suggest that rosé should be consumed pretty soon after it's been bottled. You know, it doesn't have a long shelf life oh. because the lack the lack of skin contact, certain processes that happen with the skin and the the uh, the the words I'm going to screw up if I say them, but the the properties that get transferred from the skin to the juice because that doesn't happen as much in rosé, it doesn't have the longevity of the shelf life that say a, a red would. Um, but there's another way, which is uh, saigné, which is French for bleeding. Um, and that's, that, that is still pretty common. And I think it was more common before where uh, wineries making red wine would bleed out some of the juice to kind of fortify the strength of the red wine. But then that, that, what they've been, what's been bled out, often they would make it into a rosé just to have a second wine that they could go to market earlier with and not waste the runoff. So that's another way that that has been done. And then there's another, not, not too far from your food coloring idea, there's blending, which you can take blends and make make right. a rosé with a little bit of white, a little bit of red, or, or, you know, I don't know if they do use food coloring, but uh, that's not exactly, uh, it's not necessarily frowned upon, but it's not as uh, appreciated, I guess. I think it must be a very passionate wine, because if you're going to go on a date night, <laughs> Get a bottle of rosé because you got to finish it fast. And there you know you what happens after that? Hushaba. Hushaba. I thought you were going to say passionate because of the way I'm hand talking. No, no, no. I, I was actually quite impressed because there's no cue cards in front of you. And I'm thinking, oh. how did he learn all this? Whereas right now my mind is, oh, a bottle of wine for passion. Yeah. And you've gotten in. And then when you mentioned skin, I'm thinking, oh, this is getting better all the time. Well, I've been learning a lot about different, different types of uh, terms like the maceration and the grape must, Ooh. which is... Um, like the juice made from the grapes and and yeah all the different the different properties and the and the way certain wines are made and the regions um you can get sparkling rosés there's all mm. kinds of uh, variety um but that just that idea that historically wine wasn't given a lot of skin contact so likely was it was produced more quickly um it likely was more akin to what we know as a rosé but i don't know you know i'm no expert this is this is all well Wikipedia. he's convinced his mother you're convinced i love it um so do you have a a favorite do you like of the flavor profiles we've got do you know what i i, I like them all i have to be honest yeah. they're all very nice and i was thinking though it would be lovely to go and actually participate or or watch how the process is done you have connections i mean you need you know need to get us out there Oh, you, I'm sure. Anybody wants to have a few good laughs and have us in? Anyone to want my mom stomp for a their day? Grapes? You want to? <laughs> I'll stomp your grapes, baby. Oh, jeez. I don't know if that is that a threat. Is that a, a flirt? Um, <laughs> my feet are clean. <laughs> good. What well, makes one of us? Um, oh, that just left me <laughs> sour. <laughs> so uh, 
there's a lot to learn about rosé, and I, I encourage you to go do it. I mean, rosé is something that I've only recently gotten to enjoy quite a bit, and certainly the spritzer, uh, that helps uh, for a good summer's day. You get a little soda water, bubble it up. But I like a nice rosé, <laughs> and uh, I like the dry one. In general, I think just like ciders and things like that, I like a drier cider. So I do like the when pigs fly because mm-hmm. it's, it's nice and dry. Now, getting back to that, because we're looking at that, that label again that Donnie drew, on the back, it says, this is from 2020, and we all know what year, what was going on in 2020. So this one says, great wine comes when the fruit needs to struggle. I think the same can be said about people. I think it's an understatement to say that 2020 was hard, but hopefully this bottle is a reminder that great things can come from hard times. That this, is incredible. This wine is the result of passion, insanity, and friendship. I think that's incredible. What a great hostess gift. Now, yeah. can you buy this in the liquor store? Um, I don't believe so, actually. So I think this is this is why I wanted to include the XOXO Tetra Pack, because mm-hmm. that's a super easy, easily available right. uh, rosé, where the other two we've each bought from places that you have to go seek out. Like you went mm-hmm. to a, a special market for that one. Right. I went through my pal Donnie, who gets this direct. Um, so this is, like I said, out of Beamsville. It's it's actually the winery that they go out of is in St. Catharines. Um, and... This is my understanding is these guys don't actually have a winery for, per se with, with rows and rows of, of grapes. Uh, they do it via contract, kind of like, like beers will do that. They'll do a contract brew. So they know somebody with a large facility and they can provide the ingredients and the recipe and the quality control and they'll make sure everything's done to their spec, but they don't have the acreage of facility to do the wine themselves from vine to production so i think that's where the when pigs fly they do it in a similar fashion but as you can tell it doesn't mean it's any less of a caliber of of rosé no Um, and it actually i love the color it's stunning it's they're they're both very nice Uh, i all the ones we've tried are very nice but i really do like that i'm really impressed with the label well it's it's interesting you say the color because color is a contentious issue in rosé um production and they find that I think they're, they've been doing tests, taste tests, blind, where people will pick the rosé based on the color that's got a dark, they like the darker color. Mm-hmm. So they'll pick that one. But then maybe the flavor in a blind test, they like the lighter color. They like the lighter color rosé from a flavor profile. So a lot of the wineries try really hard to get the flavor just right. and Sorry, the color just right. And in some cases, it even includes just topping a little bit up with red wine, just mm-hmm. a splash so you can get that color right. I don't know that, you know, not everybody does that and depends on the quality of, or the length of maceration and the certain way your, your, your method of production. But the color is such a, an important issue because people like us are simple. We, we see something we like the look of, we buy it. Maybe we don't like the taste of it as much as the one next to it, but we like the look of it better, so we bought it. And it's a fickle thing, right? So I can, I can imagine what you have to go through as a, a, a rosé producer. Yeah, I'm very impressed with all three of them. I really yeah. am. Like, I, we've done well. I mean, we could have picked a mid-range bottle, um, but the Tetra Pack is, I guess, the mid-range. If it was a whole bottle, they're just the little... Yeah, they're tiny guys. Yeah, but uh, I love what uh, you read on Pigs Will Fly. That what I said. When right? pigs fly. When pigs fly. I'm sorry. You'll have to, you know, correct that. That's more of an assertion. Pigs will fly. Yeah. And this is more when pigs fly. 
<laughs> but no, they're they're all really nice. And the, of course, the weather helps. It's a gorgeous day outside. Yeah. So I'm the, I sort of look at my wine too to do with weather. Like if in in a cider or a cooler or whatever. If it's a a cool night, I like a whiskey. I wouldn't have a yeah. rosé wine. You yeah. know, if it's sunny and bright and cheerful, this is perfect. Yeah. I love it. I'm with you there totally. Some days you just want something. Some days I want a scotch or a dark mm-hmm. beer or uh, something else. We don't get along well there. <laughs> the last two choices I'd make. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is uh, lovely. This is nice uh, change of pace for us, you know, mm-hmm. get a little bit of rosé and ne- we'll, we'll get back to the cocktails and the uh, the harder stuff now that we're slowly getting back to being able to be together. Yeah. Um, you know, by the next by next episode, I'll have I'll likely have my second dose. Yeah. We'll be moved uh, temporarily. It's a long story, but you know, we'll be in a different area and we'll be looking we'll be homeless looking to stay here. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I think I just got, oh, I have a pain. <laughs> You're having the palpitations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so looking at Donnie's uh, label for When Pigs Fly, Donnie and I have known each other since, like I said, sixth grade, Little the, the comic shop in the Pickering Town Center that's no longer there. Web Slingers was the name. And uh, Yes, he was a good friend to you because the, he, asked, yeah. he had to put up with you yeah, coming Raj, into that the, store. Yeah, Raj, the guy who, who worked there, yeah. <laughs> and Donnie was, uh, Donnie was great. Uh, and yeah, so Donnie obviously still draws, and I've been getting back into it quite a bit because I went through, as we're moving, I found all my old school projects and, and binders full of uh, class notes and stuff, and it's things like, what did you want to do when you, so I'm 10-year-old me, what did you want to do when you grow up, or what are you happiest doing? And it's all about drawing. It's all about drawing, mm-hmm. not doing math, and eating pizza. Oh, was it about pizza? Yeah, you, you a lot did, of pizza. You did like pizza. I had a, I had a, I didn't realize when I was 10, they made us do an assignment about what would you do with your last day alive, which I thought was a pretty dark assignment to give oh. us at 10. But so it's my assignment. I found it. It was if I were alive for 24 hours more, it was my, if it was my last 24 hours. You were 10 years old. I was 10. I, well, the first thing I was going to do was uh, go buy comics. There's something about getting money. I was going to do something to get some money. Then I was going to spend it all on comics. Then I was going to write a will that left all my comics to Scott, my, uh, my <laughs> that, friend. That's since, perfect. Yeah. That is perfect. <laughs> I've known Scott for since yeah. I was six. And I was going to leave them all to him, which is funny because he had the, all the same ones, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> and then I was going to eat, oh, I was going to eat pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I was just going to draw for the rest of my life, which would have been a couple hours at that point. So it's been funny reading those things and going back to what I'm doing with myself now and how I've changed careers away from an office job. And now I'm trying to get back into more creative stuff. And it almost feels like it feels right. It feels good. We'll see. It's going to be a struggle. But, you know, I'm doing art commissions, random things here and there, illustrations and stuff. And it just makes me feel like this is what eight-year-old me or 10-year-old me wanted me to be doing. Less pizza. I don't eat as much pizza as, as I probably did then, which is I was probably a, little, a good thing. You know I was a little roly-poly <laughs> fellow. Well, we won't go there. But uh, there was a product, a clothing line that had like... Uh, Kind of the wide angle. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say before that it was for a box child? Yes, I think yes, you called me. Yes. Um, but I do have fond memories of speaking of pizza. We're going on a real tangent here, but I, we used to have Friday night movie night yeah. here yeah. when I was a kid, and we would make pizza. Yeah. We'd get those homemade uh, the crust kits with the sauce yeah. packets, and then we'd do our our pizza up as a family and watch a a movie. Um, and that's probably where my love of pizza oh. emanates from. We were not talented as far as that goes. Our our friend Graham, our good friend Graham, he could take the pizza dough and make it and twirl it all. Oh, around. really? The best thing we could do is buy the package. Well, actually, Graham uh, and Karen 
when when I made a call out a couple episodes ago to get us to a hundred listeners uh-huh. or a hundred a hundred followers on Instagram, they both did and then sent nice lovely messages and um became we so we surpassed we're at 102 instagram followers now thanks to them um yeah and Uh, so we'll get to instagram in a bit because we want to read some messages from last uh last time but did you want to do your uh your thing you you have you have have a thing everybody here i got a thing you got a thing (laughs) so this is this is a segment where my darling mother gets to be mad or happy about something and uh speak her mind for speak her mind freely uh we call it big gina's toast and roast and here's the theme music <laughs> you haven't heard that for a while because we've no, been doing it's it remotely nice. it's like woo-hoo, <laughs> i'm back look out so what are you doing first roasting or toasting uh, you know what i think i'll roast uh, Do it. because it would be nice to toast afterwards fire it up I, I could go on about roasting, but I've been doing a bit more driving lately. And please, people, please use your dang gone signals. <laughs> like if you're going to turn left, use the signal. Or, you know, when you're coming at me and then all of a sudden you turn in front of me, like yeah. I am just going to give you what a uh, what's for. A what for. Or if you're coming up my behind, I ain't in the mood for it. <laughs> so you just decide to I, get your I, signal on so I know whether you're shuffling to the right or you're shuffling to the left. I think we just got the title of the episode. If you're coming from my behind, I yeah. ain't here for it. Well, I was so annoyed last week. Let me tell you, I thought this little twerp, I, they're coming up behind me in this flashy little car. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it's a good thing I was thinking, right? Because I, sometimes I don't do that. And I'm <laughs> Watching behind, thinking, you little son of a gun, you, you are going to turn, aren't you? Oh, but yeah. But you are going to turn in a way that is going to hinder everybody yeah. around you. Well, when they turned, I nearly turned after them. And I thought, <laughs> get yourself back, girl. Get yourself back. You know, don't, you know. Well, I think the, the whole system relies on drivers like you who are thinking like that and being careful and cautious. And you can read the body language or the, you know what's coming, so you're prepared for it, right? Yes. Well, my dad, when my dad was uh, talking to me about driving, because teaching me to drive was hopeless, I really needed to go to a driving school because I didn't believe anything anybody was telling me. But he would say, never trust anybody, even when they do signal. Wait and just see what they're going to do. Because often people may put their signal on and go the other way. Yeah. Or just don't trust somebody. Yeah, You totally. know, you have to be very, very careful. And that's, that's stuck in my mind. Now, that being said, there's going to be a speed camera going our street, and I'll probably be the first one to get a ticket. <laughs> and I've been, I've been practicing very, very hard. How to get a ticket? No, how to be good. <laughs> how to be good. But honestly, please, use your signals. I mean... I know there's times we don't, but even if you're pulling into a parking spot, it just helps everybody. It you know it keeps you honest for crying out loud. That's true. It's a it's a low bar. It's there right at your fingertips, yeah. and yeah, there's a, it helps everybody. My my pet peeve with signals are the people who don't. I'd rather almost you didn't signal at all than signal when you're already in the middle of your turn. Yes. What's the point? It's almost like you know the signal's there because you're using it, but you didn't use it to signal. I don't need your signal on when you're halfway through a left turn. I already know you're doing that. Yeah. So put it on before you're going to do that and let me know. I know. You know? I just, just, just be conscious out there. I, I think we're, we're starting to ease up and we're just flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, we're people like are raring excited. to go. They're excited yeah. and they're getting that parking spot. Like, I mean, the parking spots were empty for so long. Well, now they want their parking spot. And Lord love a duck, they're going without that <laughs> signal. So just put the darn signal on or put your hand out the window anyway and 
Yeah. Do whatever. Well, I, Just I, don't I, put the middle finger up, okay? <laughs> That's a different kind of signal. <laughs> I, I ride my bike a lot as well, and I'm one of those cyclists who signals with their hand as well. So I got my hand yeah. doing all, all kinds of things. You're going up and down I'm and all around. up and down. Yeah. But yeah, signal. That's yeah. It's a, it's Just a good one. Do your damn best to signal. And you made me cuss and I banged my table. <laughs> and now Paul's going to say, Mother, I have to edit this. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in for the people. They deserve it. Uh, okay. So what are you happy about? Oh, it's Father's Day. Oh, yeah. I we're mean, recording it's, it's for the people listening. Day, whether... For the people listening, yeah. we're recording today on Father's Day. So I'm spending time with my mother when my father has now been kicked out so we can record. Yes. For... So Bless I, his heart. I got to save some belly space for a beer with my dad after, uh, after the rose. Yeah. And there's a lot of lot of great fathers there. It doesn't matter. You could be a sing, single parent, you know, holding up both ends of the game. Yeah. So just enjoy your day. Have a good time. And and it's a great day That's to a good cele- one. celebrate. Yeah. I think there's there are people who have a complicated relationship with Father's Day. And to those mm-hmm. people, you know, I wish them well as well. Not everyone has had the luck that I've had to have a wonderful father and other father-like figures in my life growing sure. up. You know, there are a lot of people, you know, dad obviously is the greatest and I've had so much support in general. And there are a lot of people who didn't have that from their biological father or they didn't, yeah. you know, so there's a lot of complicated relationships around Father's Day and Mother's Day. But yeah, Father's Day, if you got a dad, then cheers to that. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, we've I've got a pretty good one, so... What do you mean, pretty good one? Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. He's the first one to listen to the podcast, he is, too. He is. Oh, he's in trouble. Paul's in trouble. Nee, 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 no, nee, I'm nee, saving nee. myself for a beer with him after this. So, yeah, Dad's, yeah. dad's always the first one to listen. I know. Well, between like dad Father's and Laura. Day, what the heck? Hey? Uh, but speaking, yeah. speaking of listeners, Ooh. there was a brief blip, thanks to one listener, I believe, where we were on the comedy interview charts... In Japan, you and I, we were like well, number. It would, be, it would be me. They, yes, you know, they would take you. me first. They edited me out, uh, just because I think Akiko, our oh. our good pal, God love it, just Kiko. because she listens on every device. She says she puts it on sometimes when she's half asleep and falls asleep. And <laughs> oh, then isn't that encouraging? <laughs> listens to it maybe on a different device the next day. And so she said she listened to the last episode or one episode recently five different devices. So. That all that apparently that's all it takes to get to number 190 on the on the <laughs> Japanese inter- comedy interview charts. So she's a good person because it takes a lot more than that to get me to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So listening to you and I wouldn't do it. I think uh, I'm half asleep already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thanks to Akiko Aww. as always. But yeah, so that's a little bit of uh, of love wow. from the charts. You know, we're we're climbing the charts as always. We're off the Japanese charts yes. by now, though. I think you well, don't you got to stay with it. Well, when are we doing that road trip? Oh, very soon. The I moment mean, we can. You can take your mother. I can. Yeah. Will you fit in my bag? <laughs> Carry on. Hey, I'll make it work. I bet you I'll will. I'll make it work. Akiko, we're I coming. can roll in one of those little balls. <laughs> I just don't know where my head's going to land. And that kind of scares me. Yeah. Like if I curl up, that's not a pretty vision. Um, and and then, I might see something I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. You, Ooh, that's that's, yucky, your, yucky, that's yucky all you. yours. That's yeah, all no, yours. No, no. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't no, want, no, no. Nobody not about that. to see anything now. Um. <laughs> And uh, and then on Instagram as well, like I was talking about earlier, um, 102 followers now. So thanks to Karen and Graham. Thanks, to Karen and Graham. We've got ourselves uh, some more analytics. We can we can now learn things about people. Um, but also, we had some comments on our last episode. So our pal Tom, who introduced us to the lovely term "the bum gun," <laughs> the uh, bum go gun. back and listen to the last episode if you want to know what the bum gun's all about. I'm pretty sure it's self-explanatory from the term "bum gun." But um, never tried it. <laughs> but yeah, so he said that you may have invented a new diss with your 
go back to go back up where you were birthed, <laughs> well, which is a, a yeah. totally that's a weird. Uh, I think that's a difficult scenario for everyone involved in that sentence. Well, but, there was a couple of times I was like, shove it back up. <laughs> but then and then uh, a lot quieter. Your 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 favorite friend of mine growing up, uh, Sean Skinner. Oh, uh, Sean. He saw that photo of you sprawled out on the lounger. <laughs> And he said something that I have to explain to anyone else who's on our Instagram. Uh, he said, Mrs. Watson, you got a phone I can call you at? Oh. Which is a pickup line, right? It's a, it sounds like a I'm cheesy... I'm a cougar. I'm a cougar. <laughs> it sounds Finally. Like a... <laughs> at 62, I'm a cougar. Yeah, Father's Day. Mom's admitting she's a cougar. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's a line that sounds like a dirty pickup line. Like, hey, Not baby, you Sean. got a phone I can call you at? Not but the Sean. truth is, where Sean got that from is that is exactly what my darling wife, Laura, said to me to get my phone number. I'm going outside to talk to that girl. <laughs> I always thought it yeah. was you chasing her. She got. She had a moment, uh, she had an opportunity, and she said to me, you got a phone I can call you at? Oh, and you at, fought hard, too. And I told my friends that, this is easily, what, 20 years ago almost, 18 years ago, I told my friends that, and they loved it so much, they all remembered it and use it whenever they can as a funny line. I thought she was a nice girl, well brought up. She said to me, you got a phone I can call you at? And I was like, hey, baby, do you want to take a walk on the wild side? Exactly. I was smitten, you know? Yeah, I knew you were smitten. You came home one night and nothing was working right. Your (laughs) eyes were dangling, your nose was running and you're... Well, nobody's asking for my number. And you said to me, mom, I think I've met the right one. And I was like, the right one what? I was thinking another pizza. Well, that that was just me talking about Donnie. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure, you know, because you you guys were all joined at the hip for That's a long true. time. It's true. You know, frit and frat and frit. frat and frit. <laughs> Are those my friends' names? <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's Woo! Instagram, at Drinks With Mom. Find us there. There's usually some kind of commentary going on under our latest photo. Wow. And today's photo that we took, we're having rosé, and we took our photo outside, socially yeah. distanced around your wonderful rose bushes. So your, the rosé rose bushes. Yes, and you got to give credit to your father for all that. Yeah, those things are The roses are, wild. are amazing. And he always sends his buddy Ray a picture and says, oh, they're not doing good this year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the petals are all over they the are, deck. They are taller than anyone in this family has ever been. <laughs> well, that's um, not fair. <laughs> it's a low bar. <laughs> it is. Um, There's not a lot of uh, standards. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so uh, you'll see on Instagram... Mom and I, with a couple bottles of rosé under some roses, there's a lot to work with there. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, Instagram at Drinks with Mom, Twitter at Drinks with Mom. I have tweeted a little bit. I tweeted my excitement that I was coming here so we could do an in-person Aww. episode instead of the the uh, phone ones we've been See, doing. I was prepared to be sent to the garage. Yeah. And I, I honestly was. I wasn't sure how you would feel because you've been so good and so cautious through all this. Dad and I know, and we've both had our shots. Um, but I was willing that I would mm. go sit in the garage, you know, it's a good place for me or the shed, you yeah. know, but there could be a rat out there. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I was prepared that I didn't know what we would do. Would we try it outside? Would we try yeah. it? You know, you'd sit in the car and of course I should be in the luxury of my own home. Well, there's uh <laughs> there's good airflow in here. We're separated. Actually, the airflow is a problem because you can hear the hum that I'm going to try to edit out. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good. You guys are both uh, double vaxxed. Yeah. Laura and I have our first soon to have our second and the numbers are good. And I think we've all been pretty cautious. Yeah. So it's just exciting to be in the same it is. space as you, even if we have to be a little further apart than we might be normally. Uh, harder to cheers, um, but that's okay. And well, it's it's a wonderful day to have a, an outdoor it hangout. It's emotional. 
It's emotional. It is emotional, and and having these passionate rosés. Oh, front of us. a little little passion. Well, no, it's really it's nice. It's it makes it a, it's a special day. The weather's beautiful. It's yep. Father's Day, and like you say, the roses are in full bloom. Yep. We can go out and tickle Laura because we're sure she's, she's sleeping out outside. there. And uh, this has been really special, a real special episode. And hopefully uh, going forward, we're together. Every episode with you is a special episode <laughs> to me. Yeah, he's got more money than me. So <laughs> why he's wasting that comment Hey, my on house me. hasn't sold yet. Yeah. <laughs> we got to wait a bit for that deal. Um, five yeah. bucks. I'll give you five bucks oh, for another deal. nice comment. Toronto home. There you go. Um, so yeah. So uh, where, do they, where can they email us though? Oh, for crying out loud. Drinks with mom podcast at gmail.com. You're nailing it. I can't I even I can't, I can't even catch you, you on know, it anymore. Like, I'm getting tired of this. It only like, took I'm really you, getting tired of the pressure. It only took you forty five episodes to get it right. So yeah, now well, we're on forty seven. You know what? Like I said, my foot can reach. Uh, yeah, You're not that far. I'm far enough away. I might pee my pants trying exactly. to kick you, but I'll get what's there. it worth it to you? <laughs> uh so I mean yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a pretty good wrap on this one. I think. I think so. Uh, we've got three great rosés in front of us. I'm I'm looking pretty empty, but I also have to have a beer with my wonderful father for Father's Day. Well, we've so. lost him. We don't know where he is. So. <laughs> He's gone wandering. <laughs> but uh, that being said, please enjoy your day. Just enjoy your day. It's a gorgeous day out there. Just be happy and and uh, look around you and realize how lucky we are. Those those of us that are are. Um, you know, the people that vote for us or watch our, listen to our <laughs> podcast, how lucky we are yes. to have each other. How lucky we are to have you go to iTunes and give yes. us five-star ratings and, and write nice things about but us. No, we're, so many of us are so lucky. It's true. And we, we really need to, you know, think more about that or enjoy ourselves. And I, I know a lot of us do and, and we're grateful. Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a there's a lot we could get into about right at the tail end of this episode about using our privilege for the the greater good. Yeah, uh, and we'll we'll do that maybe another episode when we got more time and not tacking this on to the end. But yes, you're right. We're lucky. Yeah, and we're happy. And we're going to try to stay that way. Yeah, we're lucky we got lots of washrooms in this house. And lots of rosé. because that's, <laughs> and rose that's because that one in, it. one out. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks you're for uh, Thanks for cooking for me. I haven't cooked yet. Actually, funny enough, your dad is cooking. Jeez, we're recording on Father's <laughs> Day. Dad's cooking his own dinner. Well, so that no. tells you something. No, no, he's the pro at the salmon. Yeah. I'm doing the rest. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> well, but we are not even going to go there. You're here with a nice smile. Oh, then, so well, thank you. you. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Oh, here we go. Lord, love a duck again. <laughs> so many ducks to love. Oh, there On is. that note, my darling mother, always a pleasure. That's we'll a, see you in a month. So wonderful, to, <laughs> so wonderful to have you at the table, to actually yes. see you. Yes, you're, you're a very lucky lady. <laughs> Please help me. Somebody <laughs> save me from my pain. On that note, Cheers. goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Goodbye. Take care.